So uh, again, we're under a, a bit of a challenge. Um, I've entitled my message this morning, Failure is Not Your Destination. If you are a Christian, if you can say that Jesus Christ is your Lord and Saviour, and that you are endeavouring with your life to follow his leading, then I want to tell you this morning, failure is not your destination. That God's plan for you is not to live a life out of failure, but to live a life where you walk through failure into God's wide open spaces for your life. Hallelujah. Um, I'd like to base uh, it out of the Psalms, really, out of Psalm 23. Uh, out of verse 1 of Psalm 23, where David, uh, a great man, an amazing man, a man who did indeed fail, yet um, was able to say some very, very profound words. So in Psalm 23, verse 1, in the New King James Bible, it says this, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now we've looked at this a number of weeks ago, uh, that the word... uh, Want can mean also I will not lack, I will not have any need. The fact that God does not want you to live a life, if you are a believer, in lack. But God is a generous, amazing Father and wants to bless our lives. Another meaning behind this word want or lack is the word fail. So I'd like to to base my message out of these words of David using the definition, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not fail. The Lord is my shepherd. He directs my life. I will not fail. David said this at a very interesting time in his life. In fact, he was going through terrible failure, uh, tremendous pressure. His son Absalom was seeking to take the kingdom from his father. He had close friends who were uh, jumping ship and jumping onto the side of his son um, Absalom. And uh, David was a very broken man at that time, and he was uh, full of mixed emotions. He had indeed really, in reality, failed as a father to Absalom. There'd been a series of events that had happened, and David had kind of broken his relationship, or there were things in the middle or in the way of his relationship with his son, and David's actions only reinforced the separation between him and his son and the fact that this led to his son uh, rebelling and trying to take the kingdom from him. So David was in a very precarious situation. He was on the edge of failure. He had failed many times in his life. He had failed uh, at times to lead the the nation correctly. He had failed in his relationship uh, when he fell uh, with Bathsheba. And so David didn't live a life where he didn't Fail, so how can he say that I shall not fail? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not fail. It's a very interesting thought. And I want you to understand this morning the reason why David said that was because failure was never to be David's destination. That David knew that though he would walk through difficulty, though he would at times fail in his life choices, that failure was not meant to be his destination because the Lord was his shepherd. And whatever you are going through in your life this morning, whatever challenges around you or failure you may be living out of, I want to say to you, failure is not meant to be your destination. 
that God, in fact, as your shepherd, wants to lead you away from your failures and into success and into the plans that he has for your life. Hallelujah. Now, it's kind of interesting. Um, Failure is not meant to be your destination. Now, it's interesting. The opposite to failure is success. So all of us have definitions of what we think might be success in our lives. It's interesting you can have success in one part of your life, but fail in another. You can be someone who makes a whole lot of money, uh, has great success financially, but in fact fails in your relationships with people. And at the end of your life, there, there is a sort of a, a, a history of broken and failed relationships. Um, success defined by David... We can find what David said when he uh, puts what his ultimate goal in his life was. In Psalm 27 verse 4 of David, it says, One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. David had one deep desire, one passion that drove this man, that he sought after. And it goes on to say that I may dwell In the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. David was driven by his desire to be in relationship with God. And you as a Christian, that must be or should be the deepest driving force within your life. That God and you would have a strong, solid relationship. That you would seek after him and know him. And that you would inquire and enjoy his beauty. So David was driven by that. And I want to say to you this morning, as a shepherd leads his sheep, David describes God the Lord as his shepherd. A good shepherd will never lead you to failure. A good shepherd will never lead you to hardship. A good shepherd will never lead you to brokenness. A good shepherd will never lead you to mucking up your life. And God is indeed the good shepherd. Jesus described himself as the good shepherd. And he wants to lead your life to success. He wants to lead your life to live out the dreams and the hopes and the plans that you have. But here's the thing. You will go through challenges. You will go through moments when in fact you will fail. But that's not meant to be where you remain. Uh, Isaiah 55 verse 11 says in the NIV version, talking of God, God's talking. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve uh, and the purposes for which I send it. You see, God and his word, or the words of the good shepherd, are designed to not fail. God's word, the words that we study in the Bible and meditate upon, are not words that are designed to fail. They are meant to bring your life to success. So so my friends, when you listen or you follow the voice of the good shepherd, your destination will indeed be success. Your destination will indeed be prosperity. Your destination indeed will be a blessed life. Your destination will be indeed 
happiness. Hallelujah. But the key is to listen to the voice or the words that will never fail you. To listen to the voice of the words that will lead you to the green pastures. Hallelujah. David desired to inquire, to dwell in God's temple because that's where he heard the voice of the good shepherd. Not empty words, not temporal words, not lies, but words that would lead to life. Hallelujah. Now it's interesting, in the Second World War, um, there were many battles that took place in the midst of the war that went on across the world. In the midst of this world war, there were many battles that the Allied forces fought. And some of those battles that they fought, they actually lost. Some of those battles that they fought that the enemy actually overcame them and had a better plan or a better strategy and actually defeated them in some of those battles. But history tells us that the Second World War was won. See, we can learn something from that principle that in fact you will have battles and sometimes you will have battles that you indeed will lose. But you can still win the war. God has designed you to win the war despite our failings. Hallelujah. David himself lost some battles. Yet overall this man lived this life of seeking after, of keeping God as his main cry, his main priority in his life. Hallelujah. Now here's the thing. If the Allied forces at the um, first few defeats that they faced just gave in to the enemy, they would never have won the war. There would never be that celebration when the war finished of the great joy around the world because the Allied forces continued to battle despite losing some of them. And they won the war. And here's the sad thing about many, many, many believers. Many people who have great dreams or believe God has called them to something is that they give up because they lose a battle. But they forget the fact that in fact there are many battles that you will fight. You just got to get back up. So failure is defined by these words. To fail means to not achieve what you set out to do. Not to accomplish the purpose that you seek out. Failure is in fact giving up. Giving up. There's a Chinese proverb that says this. Failure is not falling, but refusing to get back up. Failure is not falling, but it is to refuse to get back up. So interesting. I know in my life and my journey and things that I've dreamed about and wanted to do, that there are moments when, you know, It just isn't looking like it's going to happen. And there has been that temptation within me. 
when I've been knocked down by life, knocked down by life's circumstances, knocked down by my own choices, that there's been this part of me that has wanted to give up, give up on my dreams, give up on my hopes, give up on my ministry or my calling in God. Um, But by the grace of God, he has continued to help me and pick me up. So my message to you today is you are not meant to give up when you fail. If you give up when you fail, you will make failure your destination. You are meant to walk through the failures or the challenges of life. There are people that you meet that I've met so many times who have had hopes and dreams and plans and thoughts and callings on their lives and ministries that they felt God had called them to. But the battle had gotten so difficult that they had given up and failed to achieve the dream that God had given them. It's interesting. A few months ago, probably six, seven months ago, I met a person and I didn't know them and I met them for the first time and we were talking about, and they had a relationship with God, we were talking about God and the plans of God and pretty much almost within the first couple of minutes, this person began to tell me about the failure of what happened to them, about their journey when they felt the call of God and God had called them to this thing and they'd gone to this place to minister on behalf of God because they heard the voice of God. But things had gotten so difficult, so hard, there were people who were against them that they gave up. And most of our conversation that we had that day was built around the failure and the why nots of why they couldn't succeed in what God had called them to do. Interesting enough, about a week ago I met that same person. That same person. And almost instantly the conversation that came from that person's mouth was to continue to to regurgitate the failure and all the hurts and all the pain that had happened to them as a result what happened many years ago in fact. You see they were living in the failure of that past experience. They had allowed failure to be their destination. They All they could talk about was the failure of the, of the why nots. And you see, the Bible tells me that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Meaning that inside that person, the, the majority of who they were was living in that failure. The language that was going on inside of their heads was the language of failure. You see, because failure has a language. Failure has a language that will tell you that you can't succeed. Failure will have a language that will tell you, oh no, that person hurt me so bad. Failure has a language that will rob you of the destination that God has called you to. You must learn to not listen to the language of failure because it is not the language of the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. It is not the language of the creator of the universe. You've got to learn to go to the shepherd who will speak to you with words that are not empty. He will speak to you with words that will um, empower you. To live out the plan that he has for your life. 
Failure is not our destination, friends. If you are living in it, stop living in that place of failure. Stop listening to the wrong language. Believe in the dreams that God has given you. You know, last night I had a, uh, I went to bed, I went to bed around 10, 10.30, and I, I had a restless spirit. And I couldn't sleep, and I just started to meditate on the message that I was going to be speaking this morning. And I felt the Holy Spirit begin to speak to me over and over and over again about this aspect of living in failure, this aspect of at times in my life when I've listened to the wrong voice. But hallelujah, I have learned to pick myself up and listen to the right voice, the voice of the Good Shepherd. But I felt God tell me that there will be people listening this morning who are living either in the destination of failure or on the edge of giving up. Hallelujah. This is a good message from the good news for you this morning. God wants to lift you up. Hallelujah. Now, it's interesting, I'm a grandfather, and I have a grandson, two grandsons in fact, and uh, uh, one of those grandsons' names is Finn. Now, Finn um, has been learning to walk, and uh, over the last three months, you know, he kind of got that crawling thing going, and uh, we've been watching him learn how to walk. And you know, you'd watch him, he'd get up and he'd sort of leap off the, step off uh, into the unknown of trying to walk and then he'd fall over and then he'd go back to the couch and push himself back up and then he'd kind of give up for the day and then the next day he'd have another try. And on and on we've watched uh, this baby, my grandson, learn how to walk. Now in fact, we uh, watched him last night, he had his first birthday and um, he's kind of over the crawling, he doesn't crawl anymore. He's into the walking, but he still, when he walks, he kind of walks like this, uh, you know. But uh, he falls way, way less because he never gave up. But imagine for a moment if Finn, as a baby, after the first three or four or five times, in fact, sometimes when he fell, he actually hurt himself. Imagine if Finn's mind and his head and the mind of a baby that he realized and he thought, you know what, this walking thing is just too darn hard. You know what, I just ain't going to bother to try to walk anymore because I keep falling over and it just seems to be that it's just too hard for me. And then imagine Hannah, his mum, as she watches her baby start to try to walk and she sees him hurt and he cries and he falls over a number of times. And then in fact, his mother as well just starts saying to Finn, Finn, no, 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 Finn, don't try to walk. Look, it's just too hard for you. I don't want to see you get hurt. Finn would live a life as a baby. He would never grow up to enjoy what you can do when you walk and when you run. He would live under the reliance of so many others and he would just live a life crawling. Sadly, too many people, too many Christians who are meant to live a life of a great adventure in God have given up because they have fallen a few times and maybe even hurt themselves. You see, God never designed Finn to fail in walking. 
Within Finn, there's a drive, there was a drive, there's this thing that I'm going to keep going, I'm going to keep trying to walk because I want to walk. You see, that is innately designed by God. And Hannah, in fact, his mother, I've heard her say many, many times to encourage him, even when he falls over. She would pick him back up and say, Finn, come on, Finn, you can do it. And my friends, that is a great example of the Lord our God, our Father in heaven. He has seen when you fall. You are not designed to give up, friend. You are not designed to fail. Yes, you must walk through failure. But it is not meant to be your destination. Hallelujah. Psalm 23 verse 4. I love this. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, and your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Notice the words here. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yea, though I walk. Number one, he's not standing still. This is David talking of his journey with God. This is David talking of the good shepherd as he walks through life with the good shepherd. This is David talking about a tremendous dark moment in his life. Talking about the shadow of death, you you see, he hadn't died, but the shadow of death was casting its shadow upon him. And he could have easily given up and allowed the shadow of death to overtake him, to overcome him. You see, this reminds me, and I will say it as as the shadow of failure. So many times when we try to do things, we will face the shadow of failure trying to cast its evil poison upon us. But I love the fact that David said, I walk through the shadow of the valley of death. See, you're meant to walk through the valley of the shadow of failure. You are not meant to stay there. You are designed to walk through. Hallelujah. Walking through does not mean staying there and dwelling on your failure. Walking through does not mean allowing things to overpower you. It does not mean allowing the hurt of life to overpower you and cast its shadow. It means walking through, friend. It means walking through even when people are your opposition. It means walking through, friend. Even when things seem dark, it means walking through, friend. Yea, though I walk. Through the valley of the shadow of death. I want to inspire you this morning. You know, there's six people here. But I feel so passionate to give you the message that I believe God is trying to speak to you. Stop making your failures your destination. Listen to the voice of the good shepherd. Hallelujah. Psalm 37 verse 23 to 24. 
See, a lot of the, the, my message this morning and the scriptures I'm using are based out of Psalms. Psalms, the majority, had been written by David and his life experience. Psalm 1, written, Psalm 1 written by David. Psalm 37 here written by David about his life's experience. About when he's going through difficulty. About when life is hard and I'm tempted to give up. Psalm 37, 23 to 24. The Lord makes my makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fall. For the Lord upholds him with his hand. See, David knew that there were moments in his life that he needed the shepherd to guide him through. David knew that God would not lead him to trouble or hardship, that God would lead him through. And that at times he had to take the hand of the Lord, his shepherd, to lead him. Hallelujah. If you have had failures in the past, or you're living, or you've lost sight of your dream, friend, stop looking down. Stop listening to the wrong voice. Put your hand up to the good shepherd like Peter did when he began to sink after walking on water. He will lead you through. David's experience through his life was God had never disappointed him. God had never left left him in his turmoil. But God had guided him through because he was his shepherd. Hallelujah. We are designed to succeed. God leads us to success. I love Psalm 1. Uh, when I first became a Christian, um, I remember just um, remembering the whole scripture. I remember memorizing it because it was so powerful to me and I felt the Holy Spirit memor- tell me to memorize the scripture. I'm just going to read to you from verse 2. It says this, of the man who is blessed. Uh, verse 2 and 3. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in, the, and in his law he meditates day and night. Through the day, through the light, and through the darkness, he still meditates, he still holds on to the words of the shepherd. He shall be like a tree. This is speaking of the man that does it. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit and its season whose leaf shall not wither. And I love this tail end of it. And whatever he does shall prosper. Friends, Psalm 1 is about a man who has put or who has learnt the practice of not following the wrong voices, but of meditating on the voice of the shepherd who leads him. Psalm 1 is about a man over a period of time has put into practice this great um, thing of meditating on the word. And the result is the promise in verse 3. And whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. That's a big promise. The word prosper means to gain wealth, to have happiness. It also means 
to do well or succeed in life. You see, God and his plan and the shepherd wants to lead you to a successful, happy life. That there will be an evidence of the prosperity of heaven in your lives. But remember, David still had to walk through failure. It doesn't make you exempt from things being hard. It doesn't make you exempt from hardship. It doesn't make you exempt from difficulty. But what it does, it promises you that it will not be where you stay. Hallelujah. David's strength, David's help came from the revelation of making God his shepherd. It came from the revelation of David through good and bad, keeping his relationship with the good shepherd, listening to his voice. Hallelujah. As Isaiah said, it will not return void. It will accomplish that which it sends it forth to do. Under pressure, you must learn, if you want to live the dream, if you want to live out whatever your hope or your view of what God has for you, you've got to keep listening to the right voice. To the voice that has power, to the voice that created the universe, to the voice that leads you to the green pastures. I kind of want to finish with this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8, it says this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8, this is not one come up on the screen. says this, love never fails. Love never fails. In 1 John 1, it says that God is love. See, here's the thing. God is love, and because God is love, because the one who is the good shepherd, who will lead your life, who wants to lead you, wants to take your hand and deliver you out of your failure, actually at the essence of who he is, he is motivated by love, and love will never fail. That's why when you listen to his voice, my friends, love never fails. In the same way, Hannah, because of her love for her son, Calls him to come. Come on, Finn, you can do it. I believe the Holy Spirit is wanting to inspire you this morning. The Holy Spirit is calling you to come again and take the hand of the shepherd. To allow him to lead you out of your fears, out of your hurts, out of your disappointments, out of your hopelessness. See, we are in a crazy time, friends. And there are many, many people who are struggling with mental health. There are many people who indeed struggle with mental health anyway. But friend, that's not your destination. The key is to let the shepherd lead you. I'm going to pray for you this morning. I'm going to pray and I'm going to believe that the Holy Spirit is going to inspire you and that the Holy Spirit, the voice of God, will begin the process of leading you on the path of life, of leading you back 
on the path to live out your hopes and dreams. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, the Good Shepherd. God, it is amazing that we have someone who is innately good. There is no evil or turning within you, Father. And in fact, Father, the absolute character and essence of who you are is love. And that is a love that will never fail us. And Lord, I know my life's experience that you and your love that has never failed me has led me through my difficulties. And I pray, Holy Spirit, this morning that right now those who are living and have made uh, failure their destination will let you lift them up. That they would hear your voice and they would follow your leading and they again would become someone who meditates upon the truth who meditates upon the wonderful words of the Good Shepherd. And God, in in weeks and in years to come, they will reach and live out the destiny that you have planned for them. And I pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen.